Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Do The Work Podcast. My name is Sabrina Zohar, and I am your host. I hope everybody had a lovely holiday week, some time off with friends and family, even if you don't like the holiday or whatever, but at least you got to spend some time with loved ones. That is my hope for everybody. I am gobbled up. I am so full. Oi everything all good here. But guys, this week, I'm super excited. We're going to have a solo episode. For those of you who are not able to make it to the live event, which is so many of you, unfortunately, hopefully I'll be able to do a tour around the world to meet everybody. But unfortunately, we weren't able to get the audio. So I couldn't share what we talked about. So I am going to recap it pretty much in an episode and talk about stepping into your power. What does that mean? What does that look like? How can you actually do that? How can you do things for yourself, build that self-confidence, that self-love, and then start to bring that into relationships? How you step into power by, you know, with the, the relationships that we have, whether it's romantic or even personal, professional friendships, kind of really applies to everything. So I'm super excited. Thank you guys again. Please don't forget to rate the show. You know, I'll be a broken record about this, but if you just go to Spotify, the three dots at the top next to everything, you can auto download it and rate the show. You can rate it on Apple and iHeartRadio and Deezer and all of the fun. Um, And just don't forget to follow along the socials, do the work on Instagram and Sabrina.Zohar on Instagram and TikTok. If you want to see more of the little bite-sized content and I'm excited coming up soon, the podcast will as always be free to you. Thank you to our sponsors for allowing us to be able to do that so I can continue to make more. But I'm excited because we are going to be doing bonus content. It's coming soon. Extra episodes, all of the fun, ad-free for a very, very small amount every month if you want to be part of it. If not, the community is still always here for you guys, free as always. And don't forget to follow the Facebook group. Everything will be in the show notes so that you guys can be part of the community in all the different ways. Um, And I'm just excited. 2024 is going to be a huge year. I'm going to be offering new things. I'm going to be offering courses and different structures to work with me. And so I'm just so grateful and excited to expand everything and thankful to you guys. Though, if I could say anything, I can't believe where I was last year to where we are today. So you know what? We'll get on into it more into the episode. Without further ado, let's get right on into it. All right, friends, welcome to another solo episode. These are always so near and dear to my heart because I love to just spend some time with my squirrel friends, spend some tittin' and some tatting. I don't know if anybody watched the Drew Barrymore show, but I squealed when they used one of my videos, and I'm just so, so grateful for the incredible community that we have. Like I said, if you guys want to be part of it more, there is the free support group. It's, uh, you know, something that I want to be able to do. I understand not everybody has resources to be able to work on their healing in different ways, which is why I try my best to offer you a slew of different options and things so you can work with me in different ways. And thank you again to our sponsors for giving us the opportunity to continue to do that. So don't forget to show the support. You know, I have my clothing line software. You get 20% off with Do The Work. And yeah, and support all the other sponsors. So thank you guys again. But yeah, I'm excited to talk today because I think stepping into your power is such a beautiful exploration to do, you know? It took me years to be able to really learn what that meant and to really understand how for myself to be able to implement it. And I'm hopeful that I can share some things with you guys today um, that will help you with that because stepping into your power is so much more than just 
you know, being in touch with your emotions. It's like stepping into your power to me means really understanding yourself, really knowing who you are, really knowing your authentic truth, really being in touch with that core real version of you and being able to clearly articulate that to other people. And so we had the event in LA and it was absolutely gorgeous. And Masha and Leo and I were talking about how all of us are able to step into our power. And unfortunately, because the power went out for the mics, we were not able to bring that to you guys. So I wanted to share with you guys just kind of some just some things that we talked about and some things that I think are important for you guys to know. And so I think at the end of the day, when it comes to at least me and my journey, for so long, I was so scared to ask for my needs to be met. I was so scared to speak up. I was so scared to have a voice because, I mean, when we think about it, it's like, who taught me to do that? Whoever taught me, hey, you know, I want to hear what you have to say. Can you express yourself to me? Or, hey, I think you're really great. I love what you have to say. Now as an adult, maybe there are people that, you know, we have this whole community of people that will encourage me to speak up. There's still plenty of people that want me to silence or hate me, but like, what are you going to do? But part of stepping into your power is also knowing that, you know, knowing that like my mom always says, you can please some of the people some of the time, but you can't please all the people all of the time. And I think, Part of stepping into your power is acknowledging not everybody is going to like me. Not everybody is going to want to be around me. Not everybody is going to agree with me. That doesn't make what I'm saying wrong. It doesn't make them right. That just means that it's human nature, you know, like it's kind of the same in dating of like, if you have expectations and you are constantly thinking that people owe you something or that things have to go in a specific way, or that if it doesn't work out in this way, it's not going to be deemed correct. Well, then what you're doing is you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot because you're not even allowing like naturalness to happen. And when you are in your space authentically and with serious love for yourself and, you know, that self-awareness, that all that becomes an understanding. And I think for me, I just, I was never taught how to do that. And so it was a, it was a step-by-step process because like, and I think back and even like my ex, the narcissistic situation that I was in, I thought I was doing that. I thought I was speaking up and all I was doing was like silencing myself. I was making myself small. I was scared to say anything because of, oh, you know, I don't want to scare this person away and I don't want to be too much and I don't want them to think this of me and I really just want them to stay. And that was never coming from a place of power. It wasn't coming from a place of confidence. It wasn't coming from a place of security. It was coming from a place of fear. I'm scared of losing them. And then when I really started to start to kind of to like dig deeper and understand, well, what does that mean? You know, like, what do you mean you're scared of losing this person? What part of that is scary? Because at the end of the day, like, we don't know who these people are. A lot of the times we're attaching it to outcomes. Even if you think you know somebody, even if you're like, well, I've been dating him for three months. It's like, babe, three months ain't shit. That is not enough to really understand somebody. And if we are so super confident in who we are, which again, doesn't happen overnight. I'm not saying that like tomorrow you're going to wake up and have this kumbaya moment and this come to Jesus like outlook and all of a sudden it's going to be oh my god like I understand it I'm drinking the Kool-Aid now it's like no you have however old you are now so many years prior to that of conditioning and mindset and thought process it's going to take you time so I also want you to understand that like compassion and vulnerability is also part of stepping into your power what a superpower that is y'all being able to say I can express myself clearly I can be vulnerable I can be open I can be curious I can let people in that is a, a true understanding of yourself understanding of your triggers and having tools in order to be able to handle that and that was always kind of like my thing was I I never had tools to handle the strength and the power of who I am. I always thought I just have to yell louder. I have to get my needs met or I have to just bitch and I have to moan and I have to this and I have to that. Because again, it's like, what did I see all my life? People pleasing, 
no boundaries, getting yelled at if you didn't do something right, getting dismissed, getting walked away from. Like, you know, I'd be lying to say if like those things still didn't still trigger me. But that's again, part of the journey and the growth was me stopping along the way and first understanding something. This is like stuff I work with clients all the time is really being able to understand part of stepping into your power is part of stepping into your goddamn body. There is nothing wrong with you. You are not broken. There is nothing to fix. As in the famous words of Masha, you're not broken. There's nothing to fix or something. It's just healing. And when we understand, okay, wait a minute. So I'm not damaged goods. I'm not fucked up. I'm not this, that, and the other. There's just some healing that needs to be done. What a beautiful space to be in because I hate to be the bearer of bad news. You're not a snowflake. You know, I would love to say like, oh my God, we're all just so unique and different as human beings we are, but our traumas and experiences and the way that they're manifested, that's why I understand you guys so well is because it's not that unique. It's not like, oh my God, I've, no one else is experiencing this. It's like, yeah, we are. Anxiety and things like that are very normal and very part of life. And so the first step is like showing yourself some compassion and grace to be like, oh my God, okay, I think I'm dysregulated or I think I'm feeling something here. I think I'm heightened. Then being able to stop and say, well, what's coming up for me? Like, what are the triggers that I'm addressing? here like did this person not text me was it that this person didn't ask me on a date was it da, da, da? and then instead of it going to hell in a handbasket of losing your fucking marbles and going to shit and being like oh my god I'm never gonna hear of this person again and catastrophizing and going to the worst case scenario like that insecurity that is because you don't trust yourself or other people enough to think that this person could actually like you and if even if they don't actually like you that that's fucking okay that that's part of human nature that's part of life that you will be okay and you will move on no matter what because I'd like a show of, you know, metaphorical hands here. If nod your goddamn head right now. I'm sure the whole fucking world collectively is nodding as they're listening to this. If you've just not felt a connection with somebody and it's not personal about them, right? How many times has that happened? It's not the end of the world. So if we're going to take everything personally, then that's why it's going to feel it. And so if we can stop to address, okay, these are things that are happening in my body. These are things that are coming up for me. It's okay for me to feel this. It's okay for me to acknowledge that these are the things happening. And if I can step into my power to understand, wait a minute, is this actually something that's bothering me? Or is this a projection of something from the past that I'm now putting onto this person? Because like I used to do that. My partner would say no. And I would automatically assume like, oh my God, it's because you hate me. It's because you don't like me. You don't love me. You don't want to be with me. And it was like, no, he just has every right to say no. And instead of me going to hell in a handbasket, I had to stop and assess what was coming on in my body, assess what was coming up for me, understand what was happening and where this was all coming from, what was the narrative that was playing. That way, instead of reacting, I could respond. And I think that's a huge part of understanding yourself, stepping into who the fuck you actually are, is that you respond like the adult that is sitting here listening to this and you stop reacting like the fucking petulant seven-year-old child that's dad isn't abiding by what it is that they want. As a child, you're right. That was traumatic. That was difficult. We can acknowledge that, but that doesn't mean that it gives you free fucking leeway to act like an asshole in your adult life. So we talk so much about stepping into your power, stepping into your power. And at first I wanted to really address like what that means on the personal level, you know, like stepping into your own power, understanding what are my needs? What are my desires? What do I want? What do I want and what do I need? Very big difference, right? What do I want? Which are like the nice to have? What's that, you know, 20% that's like, okay, I could do without this. And then what are core needs? What's that 80% that you're like, I can't be without this. Like, I'm sorry, this is that non-negotiable. This is the no-go. This is the like, I have to have these. And that's the first place. Then the second part of this is once you start understanding what are the needs that have not been met, how, then we need to start understanding a couple of other things. That it's not other people's responsibilities to match all of our needs. 
Let me say that again. It's not other people's responsibility to match all of our needs. One person can't fulfill all of your needs. One of your partners, one lover, one thing like that is not going to unfortunately be able to take care of everything for you. But understanding, okay, this is what I need from a partner is really, really important because then the next step here is how you're able to one, show up for yourself in these moments that might be really triggering because a trigger is such a beautiful experience to go through, right? Like what a, what a great way to find out what work still needs to be done. You know, like, oh shit, like even yesterday, my sister and I had a big fight because we got really fucking triggered. And instead of us looking at this as a bad thing, we were like, wait, this is really beautiful. We were able to move through it. We were able to process it. We were able to talk. We were able to communicate and have dialogue. And like conflict is such a, you know, and you'll hear next week's episode, like conflict is such an important aspect of relationships because it can't be avoided. Like we're all human and we're all going to have issues. But What's super important is being able to take these moments and be like, okay, wow, what's this saying about me? So that way, when I am understanding, okay, I'm triggered because perhaps I'd never really feel seen, heard, or understood. And so I can give that little me the opportunity and go back and reparent and say, well, I love you and I'm here to listen to you because your voice matters to me. How can I support you? And maybe that is by her saying, you know what? Stop stop abandoning me. Stop self-abandoning. Stop leaving me. You're always going after everybody else. You're so worried if they're going to go out you know, if they want you and what they think about you, but you've never stopped to look at me. And it's so powerful and beautiful to be able to show up for yourself and look at yourself in that way, because that was groundbreaking for me to really finally step into my power meant to also understand what parts of me needed me? What parts did I need to take accountability for? What parts did I need to step up for and be like, oh my God, this is on you. This is not on everybody else. No, it's not everybody else's fault that you're not fucking feeling fulfilled here. And then by being able to do that, when I gave myself permission and I said, no, you do deserve to have boundaries. It's okay for you to step up. It's okay for you to say, no, this doesn't work for me. It's okay. I give you permission to do that. Then the next step for that was then great. I now need to show up for my partner in that. That's the next step of stepping into your power because ultimately at the end of the day, it's going to be you proving your own core beliefs wrong. That's a huge fucking part of this all because we intrinsically believe, no, I'm, there's something wrong with me and I'm fucked up, the whole narrative, right? All rigmarole, the whole thing that we've convinced ourselves is wrong with us and all these issues that rarely have to, like, I can't tell you how many times I'll work with clients and they'll be like, no, 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 I'm swear it's this, 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 this. And then they'll email me being like, oh my God, I was totally off. It had nothing to do with that. And it's so easy to turn it inwards against us because we're so used to attacking ourselves. We're so used to growing up with that egocentric age, thinking everything was our problem, that part of understanding this power and stepping into it is knowing not everything is your fault. No, not everything is your problem. Not everything is something that you did wrong. Not everything is because you did this or you did that. Sometimes it really just is that other people are not able to step up in the ways that we need. They're not able to satisfy us. They're not able to pick up what we're putting down. However the fuck you want to say it. Sometimes it really just is that acknowledgement of like, okay, not everybody could do this. That's really, really huge. And so I think what's important is to understand not only is it important to understand when we feel triggered and disempowered in a relationship to address like what's really happening, what do we do with that? You know, it's like, okay, so I'm addressing what what's really happening. Now I need to understand what do I do here? So do I first, obviously do I No, the first step is to have an awareness around, okay, I'm dysregulated. Okay. Something's coming up for me. Okay. There's something happening. Then being able to understand what to do when you actually have a threat, which is, Hey, I want to show up for you in a place that feels like it resonates with the person I want to be. So if I want clear, direct communication, 
situation. I want a healthy and secure relationship. I want to have that person that I could literally go to for anything and they're not going to judge me and they're not going to turn their back on me. So that means I need to show up as that as well because I can't expect my partner to show up for me like that if I'm not also showing up for them like that because then they're not going to feel safe with me. And so once we understand that and you can like learn how to communicate, then we start to learn, okay, if it's something that my partner did. So like, for instance, if my partner said something rude or disrespectful or was dismissive of me, that's me stopping and saying, Hey, I felt really triggered because of this. So like that happened with tech guy. I was trying to have a a conversation with him with something really serious that was going on. And he was watching football and cleaning and doing stuff. And I like kept trying and I kept trying and he was just super dismissive. And I finally stopped and I was like, I don't appreciate this. I was like, I'm, you know, if you, if now is not the time, or if you can't communicate, with me right now let me know it's okay like you can pause the tv and have a quick conversation with me or we can have a dialogue hey babe now's not the right time can we talk in 20 I was like but you keep going "Uh uh-huh yeah oh my god totally and I was like but you're not actually listening to what I'm saying and instead of me freaking out or projecting onto him of like you never listen to me and I have to scream to be heard I stopped I stepped into my own power and was like I understand that part of me is being triggered now but part of me is also addressing that this doesn't make me feel good we ended up having a really great conversation where he acknowledged you're right I shut down I, I did didn't even really acknowledge that you were there. I was really dismissive of your feelings and vice versa. Like if we have an issue, if he comes to me, I'm like, okay, thank you so much for telling me this. I need to know this information. And so being able to understand when there's a trigger, stepping into your power is also being able to be able to differentiate what's really going on, what's happening in my gut, and how can I clearly articulate this to my partner without losing myself, without feeling like I'm going against any grains or I'm doing something that doesn't feel like it resonates with who I am. And so it's like, understanding, I think, that growth and this entire journey that you guys are going to go on, like you're humans. None of this is linear. None of this is going to make any sense half the time. It's going to be messy. It's going to be confusing. It's going to feel like what the fuck a lot of the times. You're going to feel crazy half the time because that's a lot of tricks that we're playing on ourselves. But as you start to really understand who you are, as you start to work through these childhood issues, as you start to work through these traumas, you then start to realize, wait a minute, There's never been anything wrong with me. Nobody was ever there to say that though. Nobody was ever there to validate that experience for me. You know, even like sometimes even that self-talk of saying it might tell your friends, they might be like, dude, you're fucking freaking out for nothing. This is ridiculous. But what's such a beautiful and compassionate thing to start working through is to understand that I can self validate my, I can do that to myself. I can say, well, yeah, okay. On paper, this might not seem like the biggest issue, but it's bothering me and it's hurting me. This feels like even just identifying how this feels. That's such a beautiful part of stepping into you, of being able to say, I feel this. You did this, which made me feel like this. I felt like this because of actions that took place. I'm not blaming you for those. I'm not holding you accountable for those. I'm not doing anything of the sort. What I'm trying to say is that your actions have a reaction. Being able to even address people like that and step into a space of, I feel comfortable and confident enough to come to my partner because I feel comfortable and confident enough in myself that even if shit goes awry, I trust myself that no matter what, I will be okay. So I think at the end of the day, when we're talking about like stepping into your power and what that means, it's like, what I want you guys to take away from this is you're utilizing your innate strengths. You're finding your talents, your abilities to see and reach your fullest potential. That's really what we're all, what we're trying to do here. It's self-awareness, confidence, autonomy. Like you can, you are who you are. We're not changing the core ideas and who you are, but it can just vary and change and we can just adapt and overcome the, the, the traumas and the shit that we've gone through. Because I think for a lot of folks that'll struggle with this, what it looks like, it's like self-doubt. 
fear of failure, societal pressures, past traumas, like overcoming these is going to be the biggest challenge here, but also like the most exciting part of this, because I want you guys to start incorporating self-reflection seeking support. So if that's therapy, if that's a coach, if that's a friend, like be very cognizant of the people that you're surrounding yourselves with building resilience. And so I think that's kind of like a big part of the work that I also do is I'm trying to give you guys different perspective shifts and build a bit of a thicker skin, because I think there's a one, there's a lot of coddling out there, but two, I think there's a lot of this clickbait bullshit that just keeps you perpetuating the same vicious cycle. And if you want to expand, then that means we need to break the container that you're currently in. So it means that you're challenging yourself. You're challenging your thought processes. You're challenging your mindset. You're looking at things going, okay, so if I've always thought if they wanted to, they would, maybe it's time for me to have a different perspective and say, well, maybe people operate differently. You know, like what are things that you're passionate about? Let's start there. Can we even self-identify how have you been feeling over the last week? Stressed. Could we go further? Where's that manifest in your body? What's coming up for you? That's self-awareness. You see what I'm saying? Like you see where this comes from of being able to stop and go, oh yeah, you're right. Like how, where did this manifest in my body? And did I show myself some compassion and grace or did I beat myself up over it? Did I show myself and did I meet myself with love? Did I meet myself halfway to say I'm a human? Okay. Like I had my period last week. I was a fucking nightmare. And all I kept reminding myself was like, you're human. You're allowed to feel these things. You're allowed to go through this. You're allowed to be. And that was me stepping into who the fuck I actually am. Because a mindset is going to be everything here. If everything is always the negative, the negative, the negative, like we are humans, we're negative bias. So we're always going to innately look for that because our brains are like, hey, I want to keep you safe. So let's look for the same stuff that's always a danger so that I can keep you safe. And part of this expansion is understanding that might have been there to protect me at one point, but how is that protecting me now? You know? Like even when we kind of look at the difference between like empowerment and ego, you know, our ego is there, our ego is not our amigo, our ego is there to help us, right? Unquote. But empowerment is self-respect, it's confidence, a desire to grow. And typically speaking, when we're talking about ego, that's insecurity or a need for external validation, you know, intentions. Are you fucking kidding me? Why do you think I'm always talking to you guys about being an intentional dater of like, what are your intentions with things? What does that mean? How are you an intentional texter? How are you showing up for yourself? So if you see that you're fucking freaking out because somebody didn't text you for one singular day, what are you doing to be there for yourself to support yourself through that? Because no, it's not okay to like freak out on somebody and start losing your marbles and all this. And this person has to satisfy my needs. And I know what it is that I want. And it's like, if you're so clear about that, if you're so in your power, then you can also acknowledge that not everybody can satisfy your needs. And if they can't, that's okay. That's where you step in to satisfy your needs. That's where you step in to take care of yourself. So you see how empowering this work and process can be is this has nothing to do with like you don't need anybody and you could be single alone forever I'm not talking about that type of toxic mindset because no we are human beings we need other people but I think being able to be confident in who you are like for years I hated myself for years I thought there was something wrong with me for years I thought all of those and until I realized well if I hate myself how can I expect to ever grow to a place of love how can I ever think that somebody else would be able to love me You know what I mean? How would I think that anybody else would be able to show up for me if I can't show up for myself? And this isn't, you know, that, oh, if you don't love yourself, nobody ever will. It's like, no, people can still love you, but you might not be ready to receive it. You might not be able to recognize it. You might be in a place that is something that feels foreign and uncomfortable to you. And again, that's okay. Meet yourself with some compassion and fucking grace. You are a human being. You're doing the best you can with the information that you know. 
and I'm here to give you more information and I'm here to teach you more and challenge you more and give you different thought processes. That's literally the reason that I do all of this is because I know what it feels like to be there. It fucking sucks. It sucks to feel like you don't have a purpose or that your purpose is other people or that you're driven by other people's decisions about you. It's not a fucking fun place to be, but this is a great time to self-reflect and say, okay, who am I living for? Am I living for their validation? Am I living for them? Or am I actually going to start living for myself? And it's going to take you time. It's going to take time to meditate and to journal and to tap into yourself and to connect with yourself and to be there for yourself and to reparent. I would never expect any of this to be like a walk in the park, super easy, breezy, but it does with all of this require some energy and investment on your part of how you're going to show up for people and how you're going to show up for yourself. Because it's not just about us. It's not just about what impacts us. It's not just about how we feel. It's not just about what we're going through. It's also about how we're showing up for other people and how we're able to show up for other people. And again, you want to step into your power. You want to know who the fuck you are. Well, then I need you to turn this shit inwards. I need you to stop looking for everybody else to tell you who you are. And I need you to start screaming it from the fucking rooftops. Because like I could have, I could have changed everything about me because one troll says that they don't like the way I speak or they don't like how fast I talk. And it's like, that's cool. Then this shit isn't for you. You don't like that I curse? Then fuck off. This is my fucking domain. This is my platform. This is my space to take up space. This is my opportunity to show you who I am, not from you to tell me who I am. And this is the mindset I want you guys to adapt. Will it take you time? Yes. It took me seven plus years to get comfortable to be this vulnerable and in this space. I am not expecting this overnight, but you now have some more tools that you can implement some more ways of thinking, expand your mind for a fucking second. Maybe for once start to ask yourself, what's another thought process I could include here. If it's always the negative and it's always attacking yourself, could you for a second go, I don't know, maybe that person really is you know, just not interested in a relationship with me. And that could also mean that there's nothing wrong with me. Can we hold two conflicting thoughts at one time? Can you hold that? Can you hold space for both of those truths? Because I think you want it so badly. We want to hold space for just the negative of like, oh, see, I told you there's something wrong with me without acknowledging. Maybe there's just, this isn't a match for that person. And maybe that's okay, right? That we could be okay with things like that. So I, I'm really hopeful that this was able to give you guys a little bit more clarity and a little bit more leverage on what stepping into your own power looks like and really reconnecting with yourself and doing that inner child work to find ways to show up for yourself. And if that's what I do, I go to the Barbie aisle. I love to go to see Barbie and pink and I'll put on songs and I'll put on music from my past me. And I love to honor her because for so long I was ashamed of her and now I want to celebrate her. And so I hope that you guys can find something that you didn't like about yourself that you can actually celebrate today because those are the quirks that make us who we are. For all the good, there is the bad. And for as outrageous and outward as I am and as, you know, big and colorful as I am, there are people that call me crazy and call me names and call me things. And it's like, for all the good, there will be the bad. But that doesn't outweigh, doesn't make that one is right and one is wrong. That just means that I need to continue on knowing who the fuck I truly am and not trying to convince people who I'm of that, the people that believe otherwise, and instead harness the relationships of the ones that do see it. So guys, another beautiful week, another, another gratitude. Thank you so much. Thank you for everything. Please don't forget to rate the show. And I'm excited. Next week's episode's phenomenal with Matthias and Masha. It's going to be fucking game changing for you guys. And as always, thank you guys for everything. I love you to the moon and back. And until next time.